Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, here we are, and I'm up. I'm still up. Four hours under my belt of sleep, four hours on Piscopo. I went to a, I came to the office, I worked, I went to a very special lunch we were talking about. Then what did I do? I came back from the lunch, I don't know, I did something, or I read some motion that Diana wrote that actually she did a great job on. Um, and, and I'm doing the show, and it's we're live, and it's 6.05, and it's Friday, September the 30th. I believe it was my grandparents' wedding anniversary. They've been married, like, I don't know, 100 years now, something pretty, pretty close to that. Um, actually, let me think. Their 50th was in 1984, so almost 100 years, something along. I don't know. Don't, 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 no, not there. We're not there yet. Anyway, let me talk about some things that are going on in the news um, that are, are heartbreaking. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way. I'm still so upset about the paramedic Allison Russo Ellingen, uh, Elling, the 61-year-old woman who, <clears throat> for no reason whatsoever, gets stabbed and killed. Uh, Alex, who's behind the uh, controls today, told me that uh, the mayor ordered that what all flags to be held, to be lowered to have staff. Is that correct, Alex? Yes, and the governor as well. So this is a coordinated effort to honor the lieutenant. It's Good. horrible. It is just, it's... Yeah, and I, I am very um, happy that, you know, it's still... Sometimes these these stories disappear. It's still the lead story on the Post app right now that I'm looking at. Um, and uh, our heart goes out to the family. Her parents uh, are in their 80s, and you know they're obviously despondent. And it just it's just so horrible. These are random attacks. You know, I was on the train today. I was on, I took trains. I took buses. You know, I, I was on the train, and everything was cool. And then this guy who's like his tall man, he's wearing a hat, a Yankee hat, and all of a sudden he starts getting like weirded out, like almost like Tourette's out, and he's screaming and he's cursing. To no one, like he's just talking to the wall. But, you know, I did the New York thing, and when the next stop came, I, I mean, he was right in front of me. He was three feet in front of me. The next stop came, the doors opened, and I just got out of that car and went into another car, and everything was fine. I got on a New York City bus today, um, which I haven't ridden in a while, but it was great. And, you know, the thing is, there's always something to do on my phone. There's always an email I have to answer, or, or 10, or something I have to read. So it's, it's actually a very good use of my time. Um... Another thing that saddens me is that the New York City, um, the Russian consulate here in East 91st Street, that was totally defaced overnight with red spray paint. Like, like not like a little, like a lot, like huge. That's not um, uh, not the way to, to handle things. If you're not happy about 
um, what's going on with Russia, with Ukraine. There's plenty of protests going on in front of um, the United Nations. You really don't need to um, do break the law. I do hope they find these people, and I hope they I hope they they bring them to justice um, because it's not it's just not the way things are supposed to be, and um, I condemn that. Uh, you have the mayor of the city of New York trying to figure out what to do with the migrants. And one of the deals he's about to cut, which seems a little odd to me, but if, if it's what you got, you got to work with what you got. He's going to cut a deal with Norwegian cruise lines and lease the, the ships for six months. And uh, I think they're going to be in the home port of Staten Island. And that's where the migrants are going to live until they're situated. I don't exactly know what they're situated means. Uh, maybe we'll get my friend Michael Wild, who's an immigration attorney here in the city uh, and the state of New Jersey as well, to figure out what to do with those folks. Um, we're going to slightly pivot towards the good news. This is still like medium news now. They took Alexander Hamilton's statute out of the rotunda of the Capitol. Now, apparently it was to make room for Harry Truman, but uh, Chuck Schumer is not too happy about it. And apparently he's asked for Alexander Hamilton to be brought up back into the rotunda. There was a bill passed to bring Harry Truman there into the rotunda, but nothing said that Hamilton would be the one getting the boot. Uh, It's interesting because AM 970 is located right next to, like really right next to the cemetery where Alexander Hamilton is, is buried. And let's face it, he is a founding father. If you want to know everything about Alexander Hamilton, just go on Netflix and watch the show or more or better come to Broadway, go to curtains up uh, this weekend and, or, and go get tickets and go see Hamilton on Broadway, which is spectacular. Um, now we'll go better ease more into the good news um, under the title of good news. Um, oh, it's a little anniversary today for the television show. Cheers. Where everybody knows your name. That's why I still live in Bay Ridge, because I walk around Bay Ridge and everybody knows your name. Now, that's an exaggeration. But that show uh, taking place in Boston. I remember going to Boston for the first time in 1988 with my buddy Chris Glynn. And going there, and you know, it's just the outside looks the same. The inside is totally different from television in real life. But that was a, a iconic show. My dad, I remember watching the reruns on a, a, every night. So happy birthday, happy 40th anniversary to Cheers. Um, and Aaron Judge will be at the stadium tonight trying to make history. Once again, he made history on Wednesday night when I got to watch with Luca and my dad. Uh, him hit his 61st home run and tie a 61-year-old record. Number nine, uh, Roger Maris, uh, is tied with now uh, number 99, Aaron Boone, 61 years later for 61 home runs. Uh, my guess is that Aaron Boone has a lot of that pressure taken off of him. To um, Thank you. Aaron Boone is the is – the, there's three Aarons. There's Aaron Hicks, Aaron Boone, and Aaron Judge. Thank you. Aaron Judge has that pressure taken off him. And to some degree, I think Aaron Boone does as well um, to to get number 61. Uh, I think he's going to go on a, on a tear right now. Um, there, I think there's seven games left. Um, I, I predict four home runs. That's the prediction. I think in seven games he hits four home runs. Let's see what happens. I don't bet, so I'm not going to play as place a wager on it. I am sure there's in, there's going to be tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars 
in wagers on how many more home runs Aaron Boone will hit by the time he sits down. Aaron Judge, thank you so much, Joan. Well, it's, it is a little late, folks. I've been going all day. I've done a lot today. I did a lot last night. But let me, before uh, before we bring on Alan Dershowitz to talk about a very serious topic, and then we have uh, Joe Barbara, who is a, uh, once you hear his resume, you'll know who he is. He's on TV. He's on Broadway. Great, great guy. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun with him. Um, I went to, after the, the Piscopo show, after coming in the office, I went to Chelsea Piers. I was there with Mary from AM 970. I was there with Joan. Um, and it was an award ceremony from the New York State Broadcasters Association. And I was there as a guest. I'm still getting into this field, so I thought, you know, it would be a good idea for me to go and schmooze. Um, and unbeknownst to me, um, when I walked in, I was a little late because I was being a lawyer first because I'm always a lawyer first. Um, Joan said, guess what? They just told me you're winning an award. I said, I am? They're like, yeah, for like one particular show. I was like, what show? They're like, the show that you had your sister-in-law, Dr. Christy Haynes on, and uh, the chief of staff, Frank Carone, uh, having to do with COVID back in the day, which was like, I, I don't even know. It, it, it wasn't my first show, but it was one of my first shows. And... Um, and so at some point, and but I'm looking around. There's Bill Ritter from ABC News, his co-host whose name escapes me. There's one of the vice presidents from um, the local Fox affiliate. I mean, it was like a legit shindig. Um, and they called me up, and uh, yeah, and I, I, you know, they they like hand me this bowl that, I, that is now sitting on my desk that has the New York State Broadcasters Association logo on it, and uh, they asked me to say a few words and. Basically, I, I, they highlighted the fact that I had Dr. Christine Haynes on, and who's my sister-in-law, by the way. And we were in the exact room where, I don't even know how many years ago, I attended her graduation ceremony from, or her graduation party, I should say, from medical school. And um, here we are. I'm getting an award because I put her on my show asking her to educate folks about um, the coronavirus. Because if you remember in January, I mean, I never got the COVID until December of this past year, 2021. Uh, in January, it was still raging. So we did a whole show on what the hospitals are like and what you could do. And then we had Corona on and what was the advice from City Hall. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and basically my overall message was, after I got over the, the heaviness of COVID and Corona and all that stuff and how great Chrissy was, um, was I'm on radio and I'm doing this because I would like to educate people and entertain people without shoving my opinion down their throat. There's a ton of opinion everywhere. Everyone's got, everyone's got an opinion right now. Obviously I have, I, I have opinions, but I prefer listening to shows where they give me the information and I put it into my computer of my brain and then I'll spit out the result as opposed to someone already telling me the result. And I know that that's probably, no, it's not, not probably. I know that's not the way to make money. That's not the way to get rich. Sean Hannity and, and Rush Limbaugh have fi had figured that out years ago. And there are people, I can't really point to them right now, but there used to be people on the left. Look, you could do MSNBC versus Fox News. They're both doing well financially because people go to where to hear the message they want to hear. That's not what this show is about. This show is about me telling you information, trying to make you laugh, trying to make you think, um, and to do so in a way that's as down the middle as I could probably do it. And I try to do it with a New York-centric way, so that's why Alex has given me the New York state of mind. 
I am very proud of this award because it's a, it's no big deal, but I was in a room with some pretty big hitters in TV and radio, and I got to stand up there and speak for five minutes. At the end, I held up the award and said, I'd like to thank the Academy, and I made everybody laugh. Um, but thanks to you, because without you listeners, and of course Jerry Crowley who made this happen, there would be no award. So I'm really psyched, and I'm psyched to bring on Alan Dershowitz to talk about some serious issues, followed by Joe Barber to have some fun, and then at the end of the show we'll just wrap it all up together and start the weekend. It may be a little rainy, but I want you guys to have a great time. So stay tuned. We're going to um, take a quick breather, and we'll be right back, all right? Thank you, Alex. Something that is not a laughing matter um, uh, is your will, your trust, your estate, your living will, your power of attorney. That's nothing to joke about. And the people who address those issues are the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan. Now, you've heard me talk about those issues, your will and a living will and a power of attorney over and over again. But the law in New York is going to change on January 1st regarding home care benefits and whether you're entitled to home care benefits under this new law. And here's the thing. They are going to go back starting January 1st. If you apply January 1st or later, they're going to go back 30 months and look at all your bank accounts and how you handled your money and what you did with your money to determine whether you're entitled to these home care benefits. But if you get in your application before January 1st, that would be December 31st, then you will not be subjected to that 30-month look-back period. So the time to plan is now. Connors and Sullivan Attorneys in Law are specializing in this area and can help you get in under that deadline. But you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete the application process by the end of the year. So call Connors and Sullivan today. Don't delay. It's 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Freehold Mitsubishi com or call 732-863-2788. Well, September is coming to an end. It's September the 30th. Tomorrow is the first day of October. 
Um, and, you know, I know when you, you host a radio show and you have guests, you have recurring guests, you're not to use the, not really supposed to use the word favorite. So I'll use the term extra special. Uh, I am very excited to uh, welcome back to the show an extra special guest, uh, a man who did a reading at my wedding. We could we could throw that in there as well. Um, and this is a dear friend of the, my entire family, Professor Alan Dershowitz. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you? Well, I got to be honest with you. I was doing great um, until this morning. You you know, you often, Alan, send me uh, links to various articles. Yeah. Often they're ones that you write, uh, but often they're ones to educate me. And I very much appreciate that. And sometimes, to be blunt, I am a little overwhelmed with work and life and Ariana, who's 10 months old now. And I don't get a chance to really dig in. But this one I look at and it says the headline says Berkeley develops Jewish free zones. And I, and I had to stop and I go, what the heck is this? And I clicked on uh -huh. it and it's a, a, an article um, written by a, someone from inside the school. And um, I, Alan, I'll let you describe what you know, UC Berkeley, which is a bastion of, uh, of I don't know, open thinking and welcoming and, and, and liberalism. And they're the ones who, uh, I believe it's the law school, who have developed a Jewish free zone. <laughs> well, you know, San Francisco has a terrible history. They used to reportedly have signs saying no Jews or dogs allowed, no Irish or dogs allowed, no Italians or dogs allowed. Um, and now they've taken those signs down, thankfully. But Berkeley has put up a sign basically saying dogs allowed because they can't attack Israel, but Zionists are not allowed. And as the dean of the uh, law school said, that would probably mean 90% of all Jews at Berkeley are banned. And he himself, who's a progressive Jew who supports Israel but is critical of its policies, uh, he would be banned as well. And so you get all these clubs, a gay club. So let's assume somebody is actively gay and wants to protect gay people and he wants to join the gay club. But he says, you know, ah, I'm critical of Israel, but I really do think that there's room for one Jewish state in the entire world. So I'm not in favor of actually just abolishing Israel. God, you can't come to the club. Oh, you're an environmentalist, but you don't support uh, getting rid of Israel. You can't come into the club. You're a feminist. You support abortion. No, no, no. You can't come into the club if you also support Israel. It's the worst form of bigotry. And since Berkeley is a public university, we're going to sue them under the Constitution. And we're going to win. Um, about five years ago, I was banned at Berkeley because I support Israel. And we had to threaten to bring a lawsuit. We threatened to bring a lawsuit. And I, the ban was lifted. And so I spoke there to a large crowd who wanted to hear me talk. And so who's being denied? The people who want to listen, the people who want to learn, the people who want to hear both sides of the argument, they're the ones who are being banned. Well, you know, Alan, as you know, I mean, you, you know where I grew up. You grew up not far away. And that the, the yeah. intermingling of Italians and Jews in that part of Brooklyn yeah. is notorious. My mother's next door neighbor uh, was Mrs. Rubin on 58th Street and 18th and 19th Avenue. Um, so 
I guess I'm naive. I, 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 I know. I don't guess. I know I'm naive when it comes to anti-Semitism because it's such a foreign concept for me. But yeah. I'll tell you, I was, I was at my house out in Long Island with a very, very close friend of mine who's my age, who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. And we were talking about finances and like where to put your money these days with the stock market and all that. And he kind of made an offhand handed comment like, and then I always have to keep a certain amount liquid in case I have to run. And I go, what do you mean in case you have to, I go, what do you mean in case you have to run? He goes, because I'm a Jew. And like, I'm thinking he's joking. And he goes, Arthur, look at history. Throughout history, the Jews have always at some point have to have run. So now I'm like, all right, David's out of his mind. I come into the office on Monday and I go to Judge Leventhal, who you know, and I don't even get it halfway into the conversation. And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I think every Jewish boy should learn how to. <laughs> this is the truth. And he wasn't joking. Should learn martial arts, some form of martial arts to protect themselves. And, yes, I think you should be in a position, a financial position, that if you had to get out in a hurry, uh, you have to leave. I'm 54 years old, Alan. I've been around the block a few times. I've been around the world a few times, literally. And for me to hear that kind of for the first time, it's it's saddened me so much. I want to know what Professor Alan Dershowitz has to say about in 2022, two very intelligent men who are living in Manhattan in New York City still think in a way that they feel there may become a time where they have to run. Well, Manhattan in New York City is much like Berlin and Warsaw in uh, 1939. Cosmopolitan areas, great universities, Jews in positions of high authority, uh, judges, and look what happened in, in Berlin and Warsaw uh, practically overnight. And uh, the Jews who ran were saved to the extent they could get into the country, as you know. The United States did not have a good record. They imposed anti-Italian, anti-Irish, anti-Jewish quotas in the 1910s, and that kept most of the Jews who were trying to escape the Holocaust out. And, of course, six million were killed, including people just like us, you know, lawyers, intellectuals, ordinary folks, middle class people. They were all murdered. And um, the ones who ran managed to escape. And, and Frank's father thought he escaped. He moved out of Germany and went to Holland, which welcomed him. And then, of course, the Nazis caught up with him and killed his whole family. So, uh, you know, every Jew I know um, has some in the back of his head, some fear maybe we'll have to move someday. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have to move someday. But when you get this Berkeley thing, and let me tell you today, you know, I'm a liberal. I generally lean more to the left than the right. I'm a Democrat. The greatest danger to the Jews today does not come from neo-Nazi thugs of the kind who shot up the synagogue in Pittsburgh. They're a small group, and when you catch them, they're prosecuted. It comes from left-wing, radical, anti-American, anti-reasonable people uh, who hate the Jews. They hate America. They hate Jews. Um, and universities today, Brooklyn College, Brooklyn College would not allow me to speak to the political science department. I am probably the most well-known graduate of Brooklyn College's political science department. And they said, no, 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 the political science department of Brooklyn College is taking a vote. We're against Israel. We officially are against Israel. and You can't come and speak on Israel. 
I've stopped contributing to Brooklyn College, Hunter College, City College, Columbia University. They're all now involved in, in this. And Jewish kids don't feel safe on campus. Take, take the City University of New York Law School. My law alma mater. My, my alma mater. Go ahead. I, I thought you went to SUNY. You went to City University? I went to both. I went to State University of New York for undergraduate. I went to City University of New yeah. York School of Law. So, so let me tell you what happened at City University. They took a vote of the faculty, unanimous, not a single dissenter, voted that the faculty of City University of New York Law School is now officially in favor of boycotting only one country in the world, Israel. Who do they have as their main speaker of graduation? A guy who supports terrorism against Israelis, murdering Israeli children. This is the City University of New York. New York. If it can happen here, it can happen anywhere. Well, it's interesting because we, I, I, I'm going to definitely look into that, Alan, because they just, just, just got a new dean. I mean, she started two weeks ago, and I was the on the dean, interview. I was on. The was, dean was the worst, the worst, and the new, and and would not speak out against this in any kind of meaningful, uh, meaningful way, and it's hurting the reputation of the school. Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to jump into his head first, Alan. I'm yeah, sorry, go ahead. Imagine if you're a student at City University in New York Law School, and you have a teacher, and you know that that teacher unanimously joined the faculty voting to boycott Israel, and you're against that view. Are you going to speak up in class? Are you going to endanger your grade? Are you going to endanger your recommendations? And remember, and then, City University of New York is a public institution governed by the First Amendment, governed by the Equal Protection Clause, governed by federal uh, regulations, and there are fe- federal regulations against anti-Semitism, but they're not wow. followed. And, and and besides all of those things about your grades and, and jeopardizing your grades and your letters of recommendation, how does it make you feel as a, as an individual? I mean, if I'm sitting in there and I know I have a teacher who's like, you know, we, you know, we don't like Italians and we're not going to support Italy and we think Sicily, uh, you know, really belongs to Africa and it doesn't belong to Italy, and I mean. Look, I'd, be flip, happened, I'd be flipping that out. Happened, that happened in the 1930s. Uh, that happened many times. You know, where Italians were stereotyped. Italian-Americans were stereotyped. Either you're a Mussolini supporter, you're a member of the mafia, or you're this or you're that. It was horrible. It was bigotry. And, and bigotry against one is bigotry against all. Let's make a deal. You are a graduate of City University Law School. I charge a lot of money to speak. I'm going to do free. I'll speak free at City University of New York um, if they invite me to speak about free speech, censorship, uh, the whole range of issues. Um, let's see if they would invite me to speak. I'll also well, mention Israel, of course. I, I may, I may have to put us on a, du- a double ticket. I'll put Idolar and Dershowitz, and and of course. I, I, you know, I, I, you know uh, the truth is, I gave them money for a long time. I haven't, as of late, yeah. for. For no really particular reason, except it slipped off my radar. And I'm sorry to hear what you just said about the, the new dean, because I'll tell you this, Alan. No, I was on the, the old dean. I don't know. I don't okay. know about the new dean. The old okay, dean. because I will tell you, of the five candidates that I was on the committee, we selected the dean uh, who became the dean. Uh, she seemed to be the most you know, reasonable, middle of the road, not the far left, not like we're on a mission from from God kind of thing. Um, I hope you're Joan, right. I hope Joan, you're what's right. her name? Middle of the road. I don't know, but middle of the road at City University is so left, so radical, 
That's middle of the road. I well, mean, that's middle. Like, Alan, you know, you got. I got to take the best I could get. Her name was Suda City, S E T T Y, and I'm definitely going to try to get her on the show. She's brand new, um, but okay. she seemed to be very get reasonable. With, get her on the show with me. Oh, oh, there you go. See, folks, now you know how the sausage is made here at the Idola Power Hour. Now you know how a segment comes to life, Alan. Before I let you go, since we always morph into being Italian, uh, the highlight of the week for me, news wise was uh, there was a big headline. I don't know, one of the newspapers did some kind of questionnaire to both Governor Hochul and Lee Zeldin, the candidates, and those are the only two people running. So one of them is going to be the governor, and one of the few things they agreed upon was that there will be, as long as they're governor, there will be a Columbus Day acknowledged here in the city of New York. Fantastic. You've got to do that. You have to keep that, and it has to be, an important holiday all over America, the contributions of Italian-Americans to every aspect of American life is so incredible. And uh, as you know, I'll, I'll say just one more thing. I hope my, my, my late mother is not listening from heaven, but the best Rosh Hashanah meal we ever had, we're <laughs> finishing Rosh Hashanah, Goni Yom Kippur, the best Rosh Hashanah meal we ever had was in Spumoni Garden with my entire family. Um, I have the photographs of it. It was about... World. It was about six or seven years ago, just the, the other day. Yeah. It popped up in my in my phone under the memories, and we had a great I couple of bottles of Brunello. I still, haven't lost, I still haven't lost the weight from that meeting. <laughs> you, know, you, go, you go to Spumoni Garden, and they give you these amazing appetizers, and you finish the appetizers, and you say, well, that was a great meal. Thank you. Then they bring out the main course. Then comes the pasta, and then, then the main course. Then they bring out the dessert. They say, we named it the Spumoni. You've got to have the dessert. So it's an absolutely amazing experience. And it well, you're you're amazing, Alan. Thank you so much for jumping on. When I saw this uh, article that you uh, sent me, I said to Joan, my producer, I said, we got to get Alan on. we got to flesh this out. So thank you. Have a wonderful weekend, Professor Alan Dershowitz, here on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. So AM970, The Answer, just had their annual client cruise, and what a great event it was. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's an amazing time because they always charter the Atlantis yacht with Captain Fred at New York. York Cruises. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, what's not to love? Whether you're planning a corporate event, a wedding, engagement party, bar mitzvah, birthday, retirement party, or anniversary celebration, impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Call 212-633-1231 and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Radio Night Live, Christine Nicholas joins me for the Fun Food Friday version of Radio Night Live. And tonight, we are very excited to welcome back Charlotte St. Martin, director of the Broadway League. Get your preview of Broadway only on AM 970, The Answer, beginning at 7. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right. Well, you know, that was I'm glad we got Professor Dershowitz off when we did, because it's a it's Shabbos now. Uh, uh, Six thirty nine. The sun goes down. So we got him in, in, in time for uh, all of my uh, my Jewish compadres. Have a, uh, a good a good Shabbos and next Wednesday. I hope you have an easy fast for Yom Kippur. Speaking of Jewish folks, <laughs> our next guest, Joe Barbara. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's a uh, he looks like a Hollywood star, but he's more of a Broadway star than a Hollywood star. Uh, I, I was on. Obviously, many of you know I filled in for Joe Piscopo this morning. Uh, Joe played um, Danny Zuko in the Broadway debut uh, of the hit revival of Grease. With Piscopo, Sally Struthers, and Chubby Checker. Joe, how many years ago was that? If I'm allowed to tell you, if I'm God, allowed, do to I have it? to tell you? Do I have? Ah, to come say on. Twenty. You have so many great uh, shows in your uh, in your repertoire. Ah, Tony and please. Tony and Tina's wedding. How much fun was that? Oh my God, that was a blast. Honestly, that show taught me everything I needed to know about acting. That was, which, which is was, which is what wing it when you have to. No, it was brilliant. I mean. Most of the cast that I worked with went on and did Sopranos, like like Sharon Angela. Oh, like Danny, Danny Grimaldi, right? Wasn't Danny, Danny Grimaldi, Grimaldi? You know, Grimaldi gave me the greatest acting lesson I ever had in my life. And, and I was standing on the street corner, and, and it was like two weeks into the show, and I was not good. And Danny was, Danny was like, no nonsense. Like, he wasn't having me. It was obvious he wasn't having me. And it was the two of us waiting for a ride, and I stood there on the corner. I said, Danny, I said, I'm, I'm not getting this, am I? He goes, you want the truth? No, you're not. And he just laid into me about everything I was doing wrong as an actor. And in that night, we bonded. We became great friends. He became like a father figure to me in uh, in the acting world. And I got a thousand times better from his five-minute advice. Tell but people who are listening, right? Joe, tell people, right, we're talking to Joe Barbara. Joe, tell people who are listening right now who may not know Danny Grimaldi, what role did he play in The Sopranos? He was Patsy. He was the uh, he was the dry cleaner, and then he died, and he came back as his brother, the twin. He was Patsy. He was part of Tony's Pat- crew. Patsy Parisi. Three. His famous scene was he peed in Tony's pool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by by the way, he's he's family to me. I mean, not blood. He grew up with my mother and my uncle in in, in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, in Zavarian oh, High School. Yeah. Oh uh, my I saw God. I saw him over the summer. He's a great great guy, and he's a great great actor. And I remember going as a kid. I mean, I was I don't know maybe a late teenager going to see Tony and Tina's wedding, but the show show that you were in that I really, really, really love uh, is a Bronx tale because oh I, I grew up, Joe, in a household uh, where and I was blessed that I had two f- spectacular grandfathers, 
one uh, became a lawyer when no lawyer, but no one became a lawyer. So Italian Americans graduating right. law school in the 1930s. And my other grandfather kind of wore two hats. He was a newspaper reporter for the Daily Mirror, and he was a boxing wow. judge, and he judged huge, huge fights. Um, and so organized crime and that whole scene was something that was very shunned, and it was very distant to me. And right. if you look at the Bronx Tale, it has that that dichotomy of the you know the Italian Americans who are heavily involved in organized crime and you play Sonny yep. and then they have yep. the the ones that the father of Cologero, uh who in the movie is played by Robert De Niro who's a bus driver and he's the right. working man and it's it's you know talk a little bit about your experience Joe as an Italian American and being in that show and what it meant to you well you know i mean obviously being being Italian American you know you get the stereotypes and we all do and 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 most of us don't even talk about it or complain about it. We just muddle through, you know, and, and we just keep our nose to the grindstone and work harder. My grandfather came to this country with 17 cents, 17 cents in his pocket when he got off the boat. And uh, and his grandson saw it on Broadway, you know. So, I mean, it's America. Amazing. That's, a, that's America, right? That's America. That's, that's America. That sums it up right there. That is America. And and uh, to be able to, you know, it's it's one thing. There's a lot of people that write stories about Italian Americans in it, and it can it can become two dimensional and superficial and kind of cartoonish. But I love a Bronx Tale because because they give you the other side. And the greatest scene to me, I wasn't a part of it, but when when uh, when the father gla- grabs Cologero and says, you know, the working man is is the real guy that gets up. He's the real morning. hero. He's the real, He's the real hero. hero. Get up every morning and, and go to work every day. Let's see Sonny try that. You know, um, I love that scene. It's, and it's uh, look, I can, I, Joe, I, I can almost cry because I, I oh. often I often quote this to my young clients. I, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a lawyer. I'm a trial lawyer. I do criminal oh, yeah. work. <laughs> and the, I, I have a lot of teenagers over the years who sit in front of me and their parents sit right behind them and they're crying literally because the kids have gotten themselves jammed up. And the line that I use, and I, I attribute it, as I said, I go, you got the whole world ahead of you. Your parents love you. You're, you're, you're in college. You're, you're pissing it all away. I said, you know, right. the greatest thing, the saddest thing in life is what, Joe? Wasted, wasted talent. talent. Right? Wasted talent. And wasted I say that. Talent. I, wasted oh talent. Wasted yeah. talent. I say that all the time. And, uh, I mean, I, I when I went to see a Bronx Tale, I remember uh, my Marianne and I went, and we happened to see the kid who was playing a young Cologero. Uh, it was oh. his debut. The show had already been on, and he was about to go wow. on for the first time. His parents were in the restaurant with us. We didn't know them; they were strangers, but they told us, and they were nervous. Right? It was a great, great show. And I'm assuming you've seen Chaz do the one man show of of Bronx Tale. I've correct? seen Chaz do it a couple of times, more than once. I've seen and Chaz, Amazing. by the way, amazing commentary. I don't know if you know Chaz but he's, he's just a greatest guy. He's just a, a, a fantastic human being. He's the salt of the earth, and he's just, he'd, he'd do anything for you. I was at, we were at Chaz's house one day. My, my youngest son, Mario, was in his basement, in Chaz's basement, hitting the speed bag, and, uh, and Chaz is teaching him how to hit the speed bag. And two days, and Mario was getting it. He was getting it really well. And uh, two days later, we come home, and what's sitting in our driveway but a, but a speed bag from uh. Chaz? You know, to keep it up. I mean, you know, I know. I, I, I'll be honest with you. The, re, the way I know Chaz is through fighting for Columbus and Columbus Day and being involved in the Italian-American community and making sure none of this woke BS, uh, you know, eliminates uh, eliminates that holiday and eliminates the Italian-American contributions, not only to this city, but to this country. 
I could not agree with you more. And I got to tell you, um, I was talking to Chaz when he was when he was considering when he had gotten the offer to do the voiceover for the film for the documentary made by the Knights of Columbus. And my dad was a very, very staunch Knight of Columbus. He was a grand knight, a faithful navigator. Um, it meant so much to him to be a part of that organization. And when Chaz told me that, you know, he had been offered to do the voiceover for that, I'm like, you have to do that. That's the Knights of Columbus. You have to do it. And uh, I, I don't know if he listened to me. He was going to do it probably anyway. But, <laughs> but uh, So but two things I, mean, I want to cover, Joe, yeah. before, before you have yeah. to go. Number one, yeah. what was it like working with Piscopo? Oh, my God. He's fantastic. First of all, I got to tell you, I mean, that guy, first, he would make me laugh every night. And he would, you know when he makes me laugh when he does the, the, Spanish, the Spanish gibberish? Oh, yeah. my God. You know how hard that is to do? Um, but he's a, another guy. Between Chaz and Joe, a salt of the earth. Were you, I, I was at his wedding, his wedding to Kimberly. Actually, which one? Which, which one? Okay, okay. The, the, the Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first, the second one. But, um, but uh, he's just a great guy. He gets me up there, has me singing Sinatra with him. I mean, uh, he's, yeah, he's, I love him. He's good I, love him and I, I love your relationship. I hear you guys on the morning sometimes on the radio and i love i love your relationship with him it's fun yeah, to listen well, to i, I give him a great respect enormous amounts of respect he's in italy right now he gives me the privilege of filling in for him one last thing i'm going to throw out a, a name to you and then you have to say the first words that come into your mind you ready oh god yeah here we go you ready yeah lnb spumoni gardens oh pizza um <laughs> that was the first one square slices i used to go there and bring my wife was such a huge pizza fan. My wife is from Ohio. So when we first started dating, I would fly back and forth to Ohio to see her. And I would go to JFK by way of Spumoni Gardens to get the square slices, put them in a box, and bring them to Ohio for my wife. That's how. That's the only reason I think she married me. Well, Joe, if uh, if you're ever in town and you want to go see Lenny at L&B Spumoni Gardens and he'll cook for us. You know, the one thing, I, I adore Piscopo, but the reason why he's in spectacular shape at his age is he doesn't eat. And when he does eat, he eats like dry, raw, dry, overcooked chicken with yes. like a like a scoop full of like brown rice. Like this is the idea of a gourmet meal. Uh, but when you go to, you go to L and and Lenny's behind a, Lenny's on the line sh- cooking stuff up, uh, it'll bring tears to your eyes. So it's oh on me. God, whatever you're, it. and I'll, I'll I'll drag Danny Grimaldi along. How about that? Oh, we got to get Grimaldi. Oh my God, that'd be fantastic. All right, Joe. I'm going to let you go, Joe Barber. Thank you so much. Uh, I, you're, you, you're 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 a big Broadway star. We work hard on this show to make sure Broadway we make sure Broadway is uh, uh, front and center. Times Square is front and center. So thank you for everything you do live. for the you're city of New York. Live, aren't you? In a couple of weeks, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Thursday night. Yet? Next Thursday night. Not next. The thirteenth. Whenever that is. But right. thank you, thank you so much, and I'll see you at LMB real soon. You got it, Arthur. Take care, buddy. All right. All right, folks, one more segment, and then the weekend is the week is over, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. Well, here on the Arthur Idala Power Hour, we are 
providing you the information that if you want a job, there are obviously jobs out there. It's not like they're saying we don't have the money for the court reporters. There's just not enough of uh, not enough out there because they are in such demand. Where are you going to go? It's very simple. Plaza College Court Reporting. Um, the court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. You don't have to leave your house. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. And take it from me, folks, there's obviously a demand for this these professionals. So if you're looking for a career change, take advantage of it and go on info at plazacollege.edu and sign up for this free A to Z program. Relief factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is 100% drug-free and liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Reggie from Florida. And this is Reggie's story. I have a lot of pain from aging. And after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Incredible words. Find out for yourself. You should be the next success story. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Reggie, and thousands of your fellow Americans. What have you got to lose except the pain you deserve to know? Don't wait any longer. You should be the next success story. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. A Climate Change with Matt Matern explores all angles of fighting climate change and helping our environment. Matt also explores changing the climate of our political dialogue and helping to unite and heal this nation. A Climate Change is a one-hour talk-focused show hosted by Matt Matern, a highly experienced employment and environmental attorney who talks issues with today's top authors and influential personalities. Sunday nights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Chances are, cause I wear a silly grin, the moment you come into view. Chances are you think that I'm in love with you. The dulcet tones of Johnny Mathis, who's 87 years old today. 87 years old, Johnny Mathis. You know how old Angie Dickinson is today? 91. That's correct. Angie Dickinson, who was a pretty, uh, pretty beautiful woman. I'm not saying she's not now. I haven't seen her recently, but uh, she is 91. Good for her. Good long life. Um, let's see. It's uh, been an interesting week, a long week, a productive week for me. I've had a great time on the Power Hour. I've done a lot of great things. Um, last night, I, I mean, I've done a lot of great legal things. I've done like, a lot of great Power Hour things. Obviously, this award today was pretty cool. 
But to be honest with you, last night what I did was even more cool. I told you guys I was leaving to go to the Water Club um, to an award ceremony that's basically all of the judges of the Southern District of the Southern District of New York. They call it the Mother Court. The judges of the Mother Court. Um, and they bestowed an award on my friend Joseph Guccione, who was the longest serving United States Marshal uh, in the Southern District of New York. And I believe I was basically the only criminal defense attorney uh, in the room with all of these federal judges and some prosecutors and uh, some some marshals. And I sat next to police commissioner Ray Kelly, who was just a doll, really wonderful. We had such a good time together. Uh, I got to get a date in the books for L&B Spumoni Gardens. You know, I, this was an L&B Spumoni Garden day here at uh, AM 970. I was talking about him all day. Uh, I want to thank Joe Piscopo and Jerry Crowley for allowing me to sit in the seat for four hours this morning. I will pat myself on the back a little bit. Uh, I did get the motion out today that I needed to get out. I did sleep four hours last night. Maybe I don't want to underestimate. Maybe it was four hours and 15 minutes. Um, I'm kind of still going. And now I'm going to a surprise party. I probably, you know, I don't think anyone is listening anymore because the surprise is, or I don't think he could hear. So I'm not going to say the guy's name just in case. But um, I'm actually running out the door. It's Luckily, it's very close to uh, my office. Um, but coincidentally, it's a Bruce Springsteen-themed party because he's a big Bruce fan. And uh, I'm going to read you something. A schoolboy from Philadelphia who skipped class to meet his musical hero handed his teacher an absence note with a difference. The typewritten note was signed by Bruce Springsteen. Fifth grader Michael Fennerty met the star at a meet and greet in free in the Free Library of Philadelphia when Springsteen was in town signing copies of his new autobiography, Born to Run. Could you imagine that? You cut out of school and then you go and <laughs> tell your teacher, yeah, I was at a, a Springsteen book signing. That wouldn't get you far. But then when you hand in a book and it says his name, um, that's, you know, Bruce signed by Bruce Springsteen. That's pretty cool. Um I want to um, commend uh, some of the lawyers who work in my firm, in particular Mike Sabella and um, John Esposito. They're trying a big civil case out in um, Nassau County. It's Mike's case, but it's it's all hands on deck over here, and it's a real battle. And um, they called upon my buddy Peter Thomas today, who's been on the show before. Uh, and that's why, and, and you heard me railing this morning on the Piscopo Show, I'm a big fan of all of us working together and trying uh, and and not working remotely and being here all at uh, the same time. Because, like, if Pete, uh, if John Esposito wasn't here and Michael wasn't here, we wouldn't just be shooting the breeze and, and not, not knocking ideas off of each other. And I would have to think that, yes, there are parts of General Motors and the New York Times and all these people that don't want to work together where that doesn't matter. But... There are also parts of it. I'm sure it really matters a lot. And I, um, I just want to commend these people. Everyone worked. I mean, we are so, uh, in the flow of, uh, being back to work. Um, and it's great. I mean, I, you know, I started this firm all alone 25 years ago, twiddling my thumbs. I became a lawyer November 16th will be 30 years. And today I won an award regarding journalism and, you know, I stood next to Bill Ritter of ABC News. I stood with, I don't know, one of the presidents of Fox News. 
the local Fox, not the big one, but WPIX. I mean, there was like legit, these were like legit awards. And um, <clears throat> it's kind of cool, you know, I mean, it's, I got this this really good results for my client yes, uh, two days ago in federal court. Last night I'm bouncing around with them, uh, with the judges of that court. And, you know, people kind of uh, looking at me with a modicum of respect. I give a lot of that to uh, credit to my dad because um, he's the one who laid the groundwork. So my name is somewhat unique. It's not like Smith. So, when, you know, I'm, I'm Arthur Idala. One of the judges, the, the chief judge, she looked at me and her face lit up. I did not know her. I knew of her. And she lit up and she pointed to her eye and made the sign of a dollar bill. She goes, Idala which was what my dad would do when he would introduce himself to the jurors as a mnemonic device to remember our last name. So, you know, being a lawyer and doing the radio show and above all, being a dad and a husband and a son, you know, Wednesday night watching Aaron Judge with my my son, Luca, to my left and my dad to my right when he hit that home run. I mean, that was a magical moment. It's one I'll always remember. Like my Uncle Anthony, who's my mother's brother, saying he remembers watching Maris hit the home run with my grandfather, Frank Piazza. So, you know, as Friday night winds down, uh, Senator Schumer, when I heard him speak once, said, you know, there's two tests. There's the Friday night test and the Monday morning test. The Monday morning test is are you are you happy and looking forward and excited about what your week ahead of you has planned, basically your your job, your career, whatever it is? And I could get to answer that question, yes, on several levels. And then the Friday night test, which is happening right now uh, as we're winding up the show, is, you know, what what do I have ahead? And I cannot wait. I haven't seen Arthur um, since Wednesday night because Thursday morning I left the house early. Uh, to take Luca to school, and he was still sleeping. And then um, Thursday night, which was last night, I was with the judges. This morning I woke up super early to do Piscopo. Tonight I'm going to this party, so I'm not going to see him. So tomorrow morning I will wake up, and my two little ones will be smothered with kisses and love, and maybe I'll let uh, Mayor sleep a little in. And uh, I know it's going to rain a little bit, We but we got some fun activities, some Halloween stuff. Maybe I'll take uh, my dad's car out and help him wash it a little bit. And just appreciate all all the, the blessings that I have. And I hope all of you who are listening uh, can look at your lives. And look, we all have hurdles and bumps in the road. But I hope you can all focus on the positive stuff and and smile and think about how blessed we are to live in this country, to live in this state, to live in this city. And yes, for those of us who are lucky enough to live in Brooklyn, New York. Um, that's it. Be safe. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. It'll be another full week of shows next week. And um, that's it. Have a great night. You know why? And a great weekend. You deserve it, in the words of Joe Piscopo. Have a good one, folks. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.